This is Demolition Promotion, your regular and bite-sized look at the business of marketing your demolition business. And here's your host, Mark Anthony. Welcome to the latest episode of Demolition Promotion. Now, I know this podcast was established to help demolition companies win work, and I know that we're only three episodes in, and that it's a bit early to start going off at a tangent, but I was speaking to a demolition company yesterday, and the answer they gave to what I believe to be a pretty mundane question has been bothering me ever since. I asked them about their cost of sale, and the look on their assembled faces suggested that they thought I was speaking a foreign language. Maybe that company's unique. Maybe this was a truly isolated incident. But what if it's not? What if there are more demolition companies out there that believe they're making a profit, but who, in fact, are not? So this episode is called Do You Know Your Cost of Sale? And as always, I will endeavour to be out of your ears in five minutes or less. You just received a phone call or an email to tell you you've won the demolition contract your team has been working on for the past few months. Your team has worked long into the night, jumped through hoops, and have pulled out all the stops to ensure that you beat your competitors to this prestigious contract. It's time for a celebration. Maybe you'll take the team to the pub on Friday night. Maybe you'll nip to the local bakery and bring back a big box of cakes and pastries to show your appreciation for their hard work and dedication. Before you do that, do you know what the winning of this contract actually cost? Have you taken into account the man-hours that went into making this successful bid a reality? you calculated the cost of the men, machines, fuel, materials and insurance required to get this new contract across the finish line, but have you even considered what it costs to get to the start line? Have you accounted for the cost of satisfying this contract's specific PQQs, a labour-intensive and cost-sapping exercise at the best of times? Have you allowed for the time taken to receive, handle and assign this potential contract? Have you made an allowance for the visit to the site that might have included you or a member of your team? An asbestos specialist, a temporary works expert, or a scaffolding man or woman? Have you allowed for the time taken to calculate costs, complete a bill of quantities, create a method statement, and a pre-demolition waste audit? Have you taken into account the need to provide tailored CVs of the men and women that are likely to manage the project, should your bid prove successful, together with the documentary proof that they've undertaken this type of work before? Have you allowed for the cost of pre-demolition drone flights, Logistics plans? Traffic management plans? 3D and 4D animations? Have you allowed for the costs and time involved in obtaining licences and permits and to the removal of gas, water and electrical services? Have you factored in the cost of any additional training or refresher courses that might be required before you're allowed to start work? Adds up, doesn't it? I realise that my business is very different to yours, that it has far less variables, and that the sums involved are in the hundreds and the thousands, not the hundreds of thousands and the millions. But the same rules still apply. I know how much I can charge from my very limited expertise. I know how much time I will need to spend on research. I know how quickly I write. I know how much a proofreader or editor will charge to turn my stream of consciousness into the Queen's English. I know how much a designer will charge to make my book look pretty on the Amazon bookshelves. So when I publish a new book, I know exactly how much I've spent to put those words on those pages. I know how much I will charge for each book, and I know precisely the number of books I will need to sell in order to turn a profit. Can you say the same? You probably have the figures for your big money items, equipment, labour, fuel, insurance, right there at your fingertips. But do you know how much it costs to fill out a PQQ? Do you know how many hours your team spent compiling your winning bid? 
If you don't, you're probably not alone. My guess is that there's a good many companies out there that have never taken this into consideration. Those that have will tell you that the costs are way higher than you think. When everything is taken into account, it's not unusual for a company to invest tens and even hundreds of thousands just to be considered for a major contract. I've heard of companies investing more than a million pounds in order to secure a place on a demolition framework. A framework, I might add, that offers no actual guarantee of work. When all is said and done, the winning of a new contract is cause for celebration. But before you rush to the local bakery and clear their shelves of cakes and pastries, you might want to take a look at that calculator one more time. Because if you fail to account for the true cost of sale, you might be about to blow your entire profit margin on donuts. Thanks for listening. Demolition Promotion is a part of the Demolition News Radio Network. 